0: Do we want? I can't hear you. What do we want? What do we want it? What do we want it? We freeze us. Free free us up. Free
1: free us up. Ah yes, the Democrat Party has joined the jihad. It's kind of like uh I don't know, Lawrence of Arabia through the wrong end of the telescope. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, happy Monday to you. I, was there a jihad rally in your town? There was a jihad rally in my town. Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. An army of jihadis and self-described liberal Democrats mostly college graduates and or college students. They're not anti-Semites per se. They're racist fluid. You know, they're racist fluid. They're, it's kind of they're, they're fluid and racist. Your Democrat Party, they, uh, they're, they're unwell. And uh, a lot of Democrats are raising these, these people out there in the world, there ought to be a law or something, you know. It, uh, you know, the Democrats rallied in Madison Square Garden in 1939. They said it was a pro-America rally. Really, it was in support of Adolf Hitler's Socialist Workers Party in Madison Square Garden, a giant rally. You might have seen the the historical film footage from that. It's uh, a fascinating world the Democrats are creating here. And then, of course. There was the giant Klan march in Washington D.C. Another Democrat Party event in 1926. It was September 13th, and thousands of Klansmen—you know, Democrats, the well-dressed Democrat—and they wear their pointed white hats and their white suits. They're flowing. You know, they love to brush up against one another's the hem of their garments. Uh, And uh, Robert Byrd was the exalted Cyclops of the Democrat Party. Not 1926, though. Uh, and, and then Saturday in Washington, D.C., I think in keeping with the Democrat Party tradition, 1926, the Klan march in Washington, 1939, the Nazi rally in Madison Square Garden, and on Saturday in Washington, D.C., the jihadis, because Obama just gave them the nod, the Democrats are pro-jihad, right? Send Hamas some soup and stews, nourishment, to kill the Jews, so working on the Democrat Party chance for them. All right, let's go to some. Uh, let's go to some audio. I want to get into politics a bit as well because Democrats uh, are starting to speak out loud here and there about Joe Biden being the wrong candidate for them in next year's election. Look out, Michelle Obama. She's playing possum over there. Playing possum. Gonna have to knock her out of a tree or something uh, to uh, get. Michelle Obama to become the nominee so Barack could move back into the White House and then he wouldn't have to be president remember he said we have the audio we played it before Barack Obama saying that he'd like to you know just as a third term just be able to phone in uh, his presidency but not have to be president that's what's going on now and then when uh Michelle Obama becomes the nominee and the wins in a landslide because the news media and they are the jihad so, then uh, Brock could live in the white house but not have a job which would be perfect for him that would be great all right but let's go to some uh, let's go to some audio here because there were rallies across the united states of america that were pro jihad the washington post really didn't cover the story yesterday on sunday and of course they didn't cover it today in their in their paper they had one short stupid illiterate little piece at the bottom of the metro section the local news section in yesterday's paper, but they really didn't have they didn't have much. Oh, and also keep in mind that tomorrow is election day in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and it's a big deal. It's a big deal. The Democrats are very spun up because they love abortion. Gosh, do they love abortion? You know how much they love abortion? More than they can say. <laughs> really. The Washington Post has a fluff piece today. Virginia, Virginia's political lab is testing the mood on abortion, comma, crime. And MAGA, Democrats want crime. They love crime. They are criminals. Their sons are criminals. The problem is not our guns, it's your sons. Let's keep that in mind. And MAGA, that's make America great again. The Democrats are here to tear America down, and they would never concede that America was ever great. To make it great again would be a misnomer to them. So it's uh, testing the mood for abortion. God, they love abortion all the political ads, and we're being carpet-bombed here on local TV stations in Washington, D.C., with the God-we-love-abortion ads. Help us abort everyone, especially the black babies. We're only getting 400 out of every 1,000 now. Please help us kill more. Kill, kill, kill. Uh, That's your Democrat Party being bombarded. And they're pro-Hamas which is a radical Islamic terrorist organization, a genocidal organization dedicated to the extermination of the Jews from the planet Earth and wiping Israel off the face of the map, which is what the chant from the river to the sea is about, even though they now lie about that too. Uh, But that's because they lie about everything. Also in Las Vegas, Nevada, they had a pro-Jihad, anti-Semite rally. I'm not an anti-Semite I'm Racist Fluid, the uh, Democrat Party. And uh, here's uh, what it sounded like in Las Vegas, Nevada. From
0: the river to the sea. From the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. Palestine will be free.
1: They, uh, they love that whole, it uh, will be free. The, the thing is, if Hamas took over all of Israel, it, it would be the opposite of free. Right now, it's the freest country in that region of the world where they don't actually hang people for being gay, allegedly, which they do in so many other Islamic countries, but pay no attention to that. When they they say it would be free, that's the opposite of the truth. But they're jihadis, and all their friends are lefties. So never mind that. Now, Premila Jayapal is a Democrat member of the House of Representatives here in the United States of America, not in the Gaza, not in the Gaza, but um, here in the United States of America. And she is not on our side. She's not even close to being on our side. The uh, just extraordinary stuff. The, the New York Times, excuse me, the New York, not the New York Times, the New York Post has an actual story. One word explains the ugly hypocrisy of Mus- of Hamas apologists, colon. They love their colons. Anti-Semitism and Victor Davis Hansen writing the piece in the New York Post. There is something surreal, even sick, about the current Gazan War. Throughout European and American cities and campuses, tens of thousands of Middle East immigrants and students and radical leftists chant nonstop, free Palestine from the river to the sea. Or there they did that in reverse. More recently, they're also yelling, Israel, you can't hide. We caught you in genocide. Now, it is, of course, the jihadi groups that are trying to exterminate the Jews. It's the Jews defending themselves, but never mind the facts of the case. Consider the hypocrisy of this dual messaging, says Victor Davis Hanson. Hamas and its supporters are openly and eagerly calling for the genocidal end to Israel, by wiping it out from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. Yet at the same time, they also claim it is Israel that is committing genocide. The very current self-described agenda of Hamas, and it's in its charter, by the way, and the expatriate community of devoted lunatics and uh, it is, uh, it's truly amazing what we're, what we're watching here. And it reminds me of, uh, what's her name, the Obama administration official of the State Department who, under oath before Congress, said, oh, the Soviet Union has a technique where they accuse you of doing whatever they're doing or about to do.
0: It is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy, what they're planning to do themselves.
1: Victoria Newland of the Obama White House, the Obama State Department, and uh, the left, you see, accuses you of doing whatever they are doing. They are uh, eager to commit genocide against the state of Israel, so naturally they accuse you of committing genocide against the Gazans, the Gazans, right They want you to send soup and stew to Hamas, nourishment to kill the Jews. They, uh, that is just, uh, that's your Democrat party. But let's go to Pramila Jayapal because she is a supporter of the jihad and she is a Democrat member of Congress in good standing with the Democrat Party and the American news media, which is made up largely of useful idiots for the jihad. Pramila Democrat Congressman Jayapal talking about Rashida Tlaib because, you see, Rashida Tlaib has... Rashida Tlaib is, uh, is out of the closet. She's a Palestinian-American. She is a genocidal anti-Semite. She is effectively a genocidal anti-American. She's a radical and an extremist of the first order. And uh, Rashida Tlaib is out there supporting the From the River to the Sea movement, right? She's even got a TV ad that uh, has been produced on her behalf that is supporting the chant and the sentiment of From the River to the Sea, which is uh, quite clearly and unambiguously a call to wipe Israel, the only Jewish state on the planet, off the map, you see. And here is the radical extremist Pramila Jayapal supporting the radical extremist Rashida Tlaib.
0: Rashida is the only Palestinian-American woman in the United States Congress. I don't think we can say we want diversity of views, but then not listen to what those views are.
1: Uh, Sure. Yeah, that's right. Uh, By the way, uh, Pramila Jayapal, who's a radical and extremist, is uh, from the state of Washington. She is elected in the state of Washington by Democrats who are anti-Western civilization in the way they vote and in the way they live and in the way they think. But Premela Jayapal has a sister, Sushila. And Sushila Jayapal is now running for Congress as well in the state of Washington. Bernie Sanders is a Bolshevik who honeymooned in the Soviet Union with his extraordinarily miscreant wife who bankrupted that college in Vermont for the first time in the history of the world, bankrupting a college. But uh, Bernie the Bolshevik Sanders is also a—and he's Jewish— and he's a defender of the genocide of the Jews because he's a leftist first, you know. And first they came for the Jews, but I did not speak because I was a socialist, Bernie Sanders.
0: Words matter, but what matters more, Dana, is you have a horrible humanitarian disaster that has to be dealt with right now. Words it matter. You call whatever you
1: want to call it. Yeah, words matter. Yeah, he's on with Dana Bash, uh, whose ex-husband, Jeremy Bash, is one of the signatories You know, uh, Obama administration official, uh, that phony corrupt letter uh, signed by the 51 so-called intelligence community people. And then, of course, there's Rashida Tlaib herself, who uh, in this video that was produced very professionally, like a big ad, uh, is actually threatening Joe Biden. Saying, your support for the Jews will not be countenanced. We will come for you on election day.
0: Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one.
1: The American people are not with the Jews. From the river to the sea. Innocent civilians are going to be hurt going forward. I wish. Yeah, I there's a war, moron. Scary. I
0: wish that that wasn't going to
1: happen. Yeah, how about all those Jews that were massacred? They were all civilians. Happen. I want to thank President Biden for his unequivocal support. We will remember in
0: 2024.
1: We will remember, and she's threatening him. Rashida Talib is waging jihad. It's an intra-Democrat party jihad. They're at war with themselves. It's the left. It reminds me of the rise of the Nazis in Germany in so many different ways. And the National Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler uh, fought against the communists, and the communists fought against the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler. And now lefties, who are mostly fascists themselves these days, um, they say, oh, well, you, you know that uh, Hitler wasn't uh, uh, a socialist or a communist because he killed the communists and fought the communists. The communists fought the socialists, and the socialists fought the communists. And, the, you know, uh, try uh, scratching the surface on the 20th century uh, history of Europe and get back to me when you've removed your head from the dark and remote location into which it has been wedged. There is a lot more, these Democrats. They are the party of jihad, and they are not on our side. You know, your home is so much more than just the place that you live. It's an investment tool, probably your biggest investment you know, you can put that tool to use and access your equity as cash to pay off high-interest debt. You know, you got got uh, credit card debt. You see the interest rates they're charging? Did you know that the average credit card is hovering around 25% interest? Thanks, Joe Biden. And listen, if you're not paying that debt off in full every month, those fees are really adding up. You ever going to pay that off? It's, you know, like two steps forward, one step back. You simply cannot let this continue to happen, which is why you need to look at your spending, your finances, your debt. Better yet, let American financing do that for you. This is a family-owned mortgage lender that's been helping borrowers save money for almost 25 years, quarter of a century. They must be doing something right, right? So there's no pressure, no upfront, no hidden fees. And if you start today, you may be able to to close in as fast as 10 days and maybe even delay two mortgage payments. And they're, you know, saving homeowners just like you an average of $700 a month. That could be life-changing for a lot of us. So call American Financing today and get smart. Call 888-402-0299. That's 888-402-0299 americanfinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLS, consumeraccess.org. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Democrat Party is all in on the jihad now. Uh, hey, uh, Jewish liberals, what is going on in your brains? Good God. Please wake up, wake up, wake up. how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a
0: budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen.
1: right, uh, I'm going to get back to the uh, Democrat Party, the party of Jihad, the party of radical Islam. They are so screwed up in the head that as liberals, they're pro-genocide of the Jewish people and pro-jihad. This is how emotionally tormented they are. I'll give them, I'll give them credit. Uh, they're, uh, they're demented. This is, this is madness, of course. And your Democrat party is on the pointy end of the jihad spear. Now, uh, keep in mind that there have been many Democrat Party suicide attacks in the United States of America in the last few years. Uh, and I'm not even counting the self-immolating Earth Day guy at the Supreme Court that set himself on fire and killed himself on account of Earth Day. But the Democrat Party has had suicide attackers shoot Congressman Steve Scalise, murder U.S. Capitol Police officer, murder NYPD officers, murder Dallas police officers murder Baton Rouge police officers. All suicide attacks. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I've got a bunch more audio for you um, from the jihadis, you know, the Democrat Party. They're all, they're all jihadis. Okay, let's uh, let's go to some of uh, these crazy people. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I do want to get to this. Uh, a guy at a, uh, this is pretty wild, I've got to say. George Norcross removed from the Philadelphia Eagles game over an Israeli flag. Over an Israeli flag. This is uh, the radical left-wing mediaite has the story. The Washington Post does not. They don't cover the news. They uncover it. George Norcross, removed from the Philadelphia Eagles game, Democrat power broker forcibly removed from Eagles game after draping American-Israeli flag on private box. Now, this is kind of interesting. Security removed George Norcross from the Eagles game today because he hung an American and Israeli flag outside his box. You know, he's got a private box, he's well-to-do, he's got a lot of cash for the Eagles game. Did they put him in the jail there because, you know, they know, they still operate that jail? Then they tore down the flag. New Jersey politics boss George Norcross was reportedly thrown out of a Philadelphia Eagles game for displaying an American and Israeli flag. It's kind of one banner, and it looks like it's four feet across and two feet high, and the American flag on the left, the Israeli flag on the right— Footage uploaded to social media on Sunday shows that a situation unfolded while Norcross, a Democratic South Jersey power broker, was attending the game. I'm kind of hard, I'm finding it hard to believe that a Democrat uh, would support Israel out in the light of day, you know, for fear of being uh, dragged away and lynched by the Democrat Party. So between the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys, I uh, watched uh, most of the game myself. Norcross was seen inside of a private box at Lincoln Financial Field where a banner combined the American and Israeli flags was draped over the front. The video shows Norcross being confronted by security officers. Aktun, Aktun, they said. You will take the Jew flag down. You will take it down now. Rouse, rouse. And uh, so the uh, the security people came in. And uh, Philadelphia is not really the city of brotherly love the way that it used to be. But confronted by security officers who seemed to tell him he couldn't show the flag, Norcross was shown being led away. Uh, and uh, uh, that uh, New Jersey 101.5 reported that he was ejected from the game after one of the officials removed The banner, the banner will now be removed. Where's your papers? Your papers for the flag, where are they now? Click, click. And uh, and it uh, it sounded, uh, Newsweek magazine notes that Lincoln Financial Field's policy guidelines says that signs, banners, or similar items that are obscene or indecent, unrelated to the event, potentially offensive to other jihadis or patrons that may block the view of other fans that are otherwise considered dangerous or inappropriate by the eagles are prohibited. Isn't it ironic that, you know, the uh, Philadelphia, the birthplace of American democracy, uh, and uh, you want to put an American flag and an Israeli flag, an American ally that's under attack right now, and they will tear it down. You will not show the flags. And now you will be escorted out. You will leave. Just, uh, just amazing. And uh, we actually have the audio of the event because, you know, there are cameras everywhere, everywhere, I say.
0: Looks like
1: the Eagle fans are leaving. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Look, look, they're taking the flag. They're taking some the flag. Wow. Sieg Heil, meine Eagles, meine NFL. You will now put on your habner boots, and you will worship the NFL. That is kind of a, uh, you know, that's kind of a strange one. There is a war going on, our ally, and these security guys—they come up and they're being a little handsy, being a little, hey, don't put your hands up. They're they're getting a little swipey. Then they rip up the American flag and the Israeli flag like they're fascists. Watching the video, Sieg heil meine NFL. Mana Eagles. No sense of irony, these people. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Eagles. Why do you think they call them the Eagles? It's a symbol of American liberty and freedom, independence. And here come the fascists. Wow. Speaking of the fascists, let's go to. Um, we'll get to Barack Obama in a moment. Let's go to Griff Jenkins of the Fox News Channel, who was uh, in Washington, D.C. on Saturday, down with the mob of tens of thousands, maybe 100,000 pro-jihad, genocidal anti-Semites enjoying the full support of the Democrat Party, which means the news media, too. And here's Graf Jenkins down there, and he talks to a guy. Now, this guy looked a little like a jihadi, this first guy. He looked like he's Middle Eastern, and, and he's angry and bitter. And we have the jihadis. They live among us. They live among us because Democrats... And the Democrats were out there supporting the jihad, the genocide of the Jews. And they will not allow the American flag and the Israeli flag to be flown. Griff Jenkins talking to a jihadi in Washington, D.C. on Saturday.
0: Do you condemn Hamas or do you support their efforts? Do you condemn 75 years of occupation? That's the answer.
1: That's not actually an answer, sir. That's uh, completely non-responsive. You didn't respond to my question at all. So uh, I, I take that to mean that the Jews are guilty of occupation and must be expelled from the Palestine. You know, the, uh, this whole idea of Palestine is a bit ridiculous. The Ottoman Empire, which was a you know, Turkish-based Muslim empire that had conquered by the sword vast tracts of land and subjugated many millions of people, uh, also controlled what is now Israel. And at the end of World War One, where the Turks were on the side of the Germans, right, and we were on the side of the British, and we were driving the Ottoman Empire out. They had occupied Greece for 400 years, the The Ottoman Empire, very brutal. Uh, and, uh, and at the end of World War One the so-called League of Nations, after the Ottoman Empire had been driven out uh, of the area now known as Israel. The so-called League of Nations, which later failed, and then we tried again with the United Nations, and that's already failed, and we we should turn that building into condominiums. But the mandate for Palestine was a creation of the League of Nations. For British administration of the territories of what were then called Palestine and Trans-Jordan. Trans-Jordan. Now, that's Jordan, you know, because the country of Jordan exists now, but they were all transgender. That's obviously not true. I'm only kidding. Trans-Jordan. So uh, why why not uh, Trans-Jordan? Maybe the so-called Palestinian people should go, what was Trans-Jordan, where their Arab Muslim brethren would welcome them with open arms and then push the detonation device. But never mind that. So the Palestinian mandate was uh, created in 1918 after the Ottoman Empire was driven out. And the British, uh, they, they administered under the League of Nations that region which was rudderless without the Ottoman Empire to govern as they did by the sword and uh, by the hobnailed boot. So the mandate was assigned to Britain by, uh, at, at, by the League of Nations at the San Remo conference. San Remo in 1920, and uh, I've been to San Remo. It's very nice, very nice city. Uh, I'd recommend it highly if you're in the area. So uh, the San Remo conference, uh, April of 1920, and um, it's, uh, you know, and then uh, Israel, uh, the United Nations, 1948 after World War II, the United Nations created the State of Israel because the Germans and the French... And others had attempted to exterminate the Jewish population from Europe, where they were apparently not as welcome as they would have liked, and so maybe go back to the land of Abraham and Moses, uh, where they will be safe. But the troglodytes from hell that are dwelling, they're still dwelling in pits. Now they are tunnels underneath the Gaza. But the pit and cave dwelling prehistoric murderers of uh, radical Islamic jihad in this case, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad and Hamas. And then you got your Hezbollah up in the north. And Hezbollah would kill the Palestinians on sight, too, just by the way. But never mind that. Uh, you know, history is uh, constantly evolving. So there's, uh, there's uh, Griff Jenkins, 75 years of occupation. Hmm. The United Nations, and they got rid of the British Mandate, which had been in effect since 1918. And what, you want to go back to the British colonial control of what is now Israel, and, uh, and these idiots are so dumb they think, well, I'm a liberal, so I want the Palestinians to be in control of Israel because Israel's a fascist state man, when in reality, of course, Israel is the liberal state and the Gaza is the fascist state, but they're too stupid, too ignorant, too ill-informed, uninformed, misinformed to understand what they're actually advocating. Griff Jenkins uh, in Washington, D.C. on Saturday talking to self-described liberals about the very existence of liberal uh, of, Should of, Israel of Israel.
0: exist? There's no Israel. Israel is a fascist state. Yeah, and I'm anti-fascist. You're going to breed Hamas when you continue to keep occupying the people. Hamas will be everywhere when you continue to keep occupying the people.
1: That's it. Uh, Israel is a fascist state, and I'm anti-fascist, says the white, liberal, Democrat, voting, Biden-supporting, Obama-loving, Hillary Clinton suck-up, who's probably a journalist or something. And uh, down there, Israel's a fascist state. No, Gaza is a fascist state. Israel is a liberal state. But you are so profoundly ignorant and misguided, sir. Uh, And uh, one of them said, well, there is no Israel. Well, that's obviously delusional, incorrect. Is there a France? I want to see if he's aware of the existence of any countries. Is there a Japan? There is no Israel. No 75 years of occupation. Israel is a fascist state. I'm anti-fascist. You're anti-intellectual. Just extraordinary stuff. Uh, Griff Jenkins, uh, doing good work down on Pennsylvania Avenue, and then in front of the White House where they vandalized the White House and and spray-painted and they put their bloody handprints on the wall front of the White House by the Northwest Gate. They're clawing through the gates like troglodytes and they're Democrats and other jihadis.
0: The U.S. points to Hamas in Gaza and say they're terrorists. Do you agree? That's
1: unacceptable! That's unacceptable. And then he uh, pressed the detonation cord... And he blew himself up, and tragically, Griff Jenkins had uh, bloody meat thrown all over him by, by this guy. And the guy, he sounds uh, reasonable, don't he? That's unacceptable! Do you agree? That's unacceptable! What's unacceptable? That, that Ham- Hamas is a, is a terror group? It's identified as such by every organization on the planet. And then, of course, you know, you're Democrats. Their women scream the best, don't you think?
0: What do we want? I can't hear you. What do we want?
1: Mental help. You know, Gaza was free until October 7th, and then they murdered 1,400 people and took hundreds of people hostage, and they're still holding hostages. And they were free, and they elected Hamas, a radical Islamic terror group, as their government. And then they attacked the country next door, which is superior in every way to the Gaza in every way. And now they're having their kufis handed to them. That's that hat that Muslims wear, the kufi. Now let's go to Barack Obama because he's not on our side. Uh, he did this left-wing, radical left-wing podcast, uh, which is hosted by two of his former administration officials. And and he is, well, you know, on the one hand and, and on the other hand, uh, feed the Nazis. What Hamas did was horrific. Horrific? there's no justification for it.
0: Mm-hmm. and what is also true racist is that the the occupation occupation and what's happening to palestinians he doesn't recognize is, is unbearable and what is true is that there are people right now who are dying
1: who have who never died have before
0: nothing to do with no, but,
1: what Hamas did? God, he's annoying. His, his, uh, God, uh, I, I. So don't miss his tone of voice. So wait a minute. The occupation. So he doesn't believe in the, the existence, the legitimate existence of the state of Israel. He calls it an occupation, like these lunatic, bloodthirsty ghoul jackal jihadis that flooded Washington day before yesterday.
0: The problem with the social media, social. media and trying to TikTok activism and trying to debate this on that on that is you can't speak the truth you can't you can pretend to speak the truth you can't you can speak one side of the truth you're a democrat so if you want to solve the problem yeah then you have to take in the whole truth and you then have a smattering of applause admit
1: oh the whole truth nobody's
0: hands are clean nobody's hands are clean. all of
1: us are complicit we're all complicit to some degree no we're not that's a lie That's not true. My hands are clean. America's hands are clean. Uh, We're not all complicit. And he referred to Israel as the occupation, which is the same language used by Al-Qaeda. Remember when ISIS grew under Barack Obama from four guys in a van to a caliphate the size of Great Britain, and then President Trump wiped them out? Albert Einstein said... The right to search for truth implies also a duty. One must not conceal any part of what one has recognized to be the truth. I like Einstein's quote a lot better than Barack Obama's.
0: Right to, right to rebel. And we, can go, to and we can go to hell.
1: White liberal Democrat college students uh, who are suffering from gender dysphoria because of the Democratic Party and very severely mentally ill army that the Democrat Party has fielded here in the United States of America. Uh, This is all Democrat Party. It is the zombie apocalypse. And if you vote Democrat, you want more murder. You want more war. You want jihad here and around the world. You're a genocidal anti-Semite. You know, a Democrat. You love the Klan and the Nazi Party. 1920 this and 1930 that. And now here we are in the 21st century and the more things change. All right, let's uh, let's let's uh, take a phone call. Let's go to... Uh, da, da, da. Let's go to Greg, calling from Olympia, Washington. Gregory, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Do you think that this following brief explanation could stop the river to the sea whalings? Okay, listen.
0: <laughs> In our nation's history of films and TV shows, you never... See the good guy return the bad guy's gun or
1: take the handcuffs off the bad guy until he knows it was safe to do so. Now, the minute Palestine was, quote, freed, Israel would go on death watch. (laughs)